welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 26th of June. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1988 and we travel to Baal in Switzerland, where one of the greatest theological minds of the 20th century, Hans Urs von Balthasar, died. Sadly, this was just two days before a ceremony in Rome would have formally granted him the position of cardinal which would have been quite a turnaround in his reputation within the church, which had been damaged after leaving the Jesuits in 1950 to work with the community of St. John. As a Jesuit novice in the 1930s, the young Hans Urs was studying theology at Fauvierc in France, just north of Lyon. Finding Thomas Aquinas interesting, He found the teaching so mediocre and boring that he eventually resorted to stuffing his ears during lectures in order to read something much more thrilling, the writings of St. Augustine and the early church fathers. Because of this unsatisfactory experience, it became his mission to make theology more attractive. He was very sensitive to beauty. And regarding music, he had absolute pitch. As a young man, he was immersed in classical music, particularly Schubert, Tchaikovsky and Mahler, and would spend endless hours at the piano. Later, as a Jesuit chaplain, he would perform a transcription of Mozart's Don Giovanni for memory. With his sensibility to beauty, and the aesthetics, von Balthasar saw theology as something essential and almost elemental, and said at some point that it was the equivalent of the study of fire and light that burn at the centre of the world. It made him sad that theology had become so dry, abstract and formulaic. He was influenced by the French philosopher Maurice Blondel, who had warned of the danger in treating God in this way. As soon as we regard God from without as a mere object of knowledge or a a mere occasion for speculative study, without freshness of heart and the unrest of love, then all is over and we have in our hands nothing but a phantom and an idol. Inspired by his Jesuit teacher, Henri de Lubac, he would produce a monumental body of work in his life to correct this. Von Balthasar looked at three specific ways in which the journey to God was attractive, through beauty, goodness and truth. He explored this in a monumental work of 15 volumes, in which he gathered the scattered achievements of the European theological, philosophical and literary tradition around this fundamental insight. This monumental work is often referred to as a trilogy, which was named Herlekite, the glory of the Lord, Theodramatic, Theodrama, and Theologic, Theologic. And by the end of the series, he hoped that theology would become once again living and dynamic and glorious. In the first part of his trilogy, In the Glory of the Lord, 
which spanned seven volumes, his exploration of beauty, von Balthasar argued that beyond the superficial appearances of beauty which he felt modernity had fixed on, but which couldn't be separated from truth and goodness. For von Balthasar, the crisis in morality was because a culture of self-indulgence and violence had gained an unprecedented hold. What Balthasar saw more clearly than anyone else was that in the unity of truth and goodness in beauty, evident above all was the glory of God, which is incarnate in Jesus Christ. He had developed a theological aesthetics which now opened into a theological dramatics in the second part of his trilogy. In the five-volume Theodrama, he employed the eyes of faith to reveal the underlying dynamic of cosmic salvation history, culminating in the inevitable Battle of the Logos, which drived evil into the open and onto the world stage, culminating in the Passion of Christ, his death on the cross, his descent into dead on Holy Saturday, and his resurrection on Easter Sunday. And the third part of the trilogy, the three-volume Theologic, looked at the vision of the spiritual issues that underlined the modern crisis that led him to a critique of post-Enlightenment modernity. At the start of this project, he was appointed a student chaplain in Baal in Switzerland. And it was there that he met the physician Adrienne von Speyer through a mutual friend, an encounter which would redirect his life. Von Speyer, a, a mother in her late 30s and a prominent figure in Baal society, was married to the historian Werner Kage and a Protestant. But she was interested in becoming Catholic. Von Balthasar began to offer her catechetical instruction, and after her reception into the Catholic Church, she began reporting intense experiences in prayer, including visions of Christ's passion and encounters with various saints. In von Balthasar's words, a veritable cataract of mystical graces poured over Adrienne in a seemingly chaotic storm that whirled her in all directions at once. Convinced of the authenticity of von Speyer's mysticism, they began to believe that they had a shared mission together. And he took on the role of spiritual director and guide. And in the end, she would dictate some 60 books of spiritual and scriptural commentary. Given her responsibilities as a mother and a practicing doctor, von Balthasar arranged, edited and published these texts and in the process founded a publishing house. Some of von Speyer's more mystical works were not released until Pope John Paul II organised a Vatican Symposium on her thought in 1985, almost 20 years after her death. Together, Speyer and Balthazar founded the Community of St. John, a Catholic institute of consecrated lay people established in 1945 with a mission to work for the sanctification of the world from within the world. They believed at the time of the great religious orders 
and their style of withdrawal from the world was giving way to a time of new communities within the church that would engage more directly with the world in order to transform it. These new types of world communities, halfway between the religious state and the lay state, became known in canon law as secular institutes. However, this would be at a cost for von Balthasar, as his superiors did not believe it would be compatible with Jesuit life, and he made the grave decision to leave the order to help lead it. However, he did not leave the priesthood, and five years later would be incarnated into the Diocese of Chur as a diocesan priest. Though not invited to be present at the Second Vatican Council, von Balthasar was later awarded the prestigious Paul VI Prize for Theology, and he founded the journal Communio with Joseph Ratzinger and Henri de Lubac. Over the course of his life, he authored 85 books and over 500 articles and essays and almost 100 translations. He sought to offer a response to Western modernity, which posed a challenge to traditional Catholic thought. Accepting that challenge, von Balthasar wanted Christianity to be more challenging towards modern sensibilities. At the extraordinary General Assembly of the Synod of Bishops that was convened by Pope John Paul II in 1985, for the 20th anniversary of the close of the Second Vatican Council, a decision was taken to produce a catechism. The Pope created a commission composed of 12 bishops and cardinals in charge of the project. And von Balthasar played a large role in writing the new catechism, which consolidate, consolidated the teaching of the Council and the post-conciliar popes. Among the many books he wrote, one that is very notable was when he tackled the reality of hell head-on. Knowing that this was a concern to many people, Writing a book called Dare We to Hope That All Men Be Saved? Von Balthasar was careful to reject the idea of definite universal salvation and he affirmed the concrete possibility of being damned while insisting on the Christian duty to hope charitably that each person would be saved. Coupled with his depictions of Holy Saturday and Christ's descent into hell, particularly as outlined in the last volume of the book Theodrama, Joseph Ratzinger, who would become Pope Benedict, called these works a profound analysis of the essence of Christian hope and the foundational contribution to the theological field of eschatology. However, von Balthasar didn't restrict himself to Catholic theology and made a long study of Karl Barth, and in many conversations with him, led to their book called The Theology of Karl Barth, Exposition and Interpretation. Barth himself agreed with its analysis of his own theological enterprise, calling it the best book on his own theology. His legacy is still not fully appreciated. Now, as Pope Benedict XVI, described Hans Urs von Balthasar with Omri de Lubac as the two theologians he appreciated the most, remarking positively 
It is unbelievable what this person has written and done. De Lubac himself called Balthazar perhaps the most cultured man of our time. And in March 2018, together with Adrien von Speyer, the Diocese of Cher formally opened their cause towards canonization. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the day when St Andrews University in Scotland gave the French polymath and thinker René Girard an honorary degree. I hope you enjoyed listening. Visit us on www.pogp.net if you have time. And if you'd like to contact us to request a topic or ask any question, then email the show on pogppod at gmail.com. Have a lovely day wherever you are, and thanks for listening.